Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Amadieso mixed with some relationship stories, too. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell, too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Scared of Their Love, who asks, am I the arsehole for following my 42 male wife, 27 female, around for an evening? The title sounds extreme, but here are the details. My wife and I have been together for five years. I love her so much that it pains me to write this. The thing is, I was the sole earner for a while and I was happy to provide. I'm a software developer at a local startup that has tripled in employees and gone exponential in revenue. We're not having kids, so my wife got bored of being home and doing nothing. So she got a job at a law firm as a paralegal. Enter this attorney who I'll call Brandon. My wife started to bring him up quite a bit. You know when your wife starts talking about something, drops it and then brings it up again a few minutes or hours later like there was no gap. My wife does that with stories about him. I searched through her Facebook friends list one day for Brandon and saw that they had connected. Okay, then my wife starts going to work happy hours and I'm seeing pictures of the guy on her timeline. In most of the pictures, she is positioned next to him, holding the drink. Okay. I've gained considerable weight since joining the startup. There is free food provided to us nearly every day. My wife has maintained a really low weight and looks as beautiful as she did at 22. Brandon is more like how I used to be weight-wise. However, I believe I make more money than he does. So here it goes. I take off work on Friday. As my team is nearing the end of our project, I wait for my wife to leave the firm and I see her walking out with Brandon. They get in my wife's car, purchased on my dime, and I follow them for a bit. They go to a local dive bar and it turns out all of her co-workers are there. I see them entering. I wait for hours and everyone eventually leaves. My wife leaves last with Brandon and she takes him home. I don't see any physical contact as he exits the vehicle to go inside his apartment building. At this point, I'm sick. I'm gutted. I wait at home for my wife and confront her about Brandon. She went insane basically, threatening to end the marriage because I stalked her. She told me she is always the designated driver for happy hour because she doesn't drink much, which is true, but she didn't address my greater concerns. Am I the asshole? And we do have an update to this story as well, but we're going to start straight away with murderous Budgie who says you're the asshole. She's not allowed to hang out with co-workers. You observed nothing but normal friendly stuff and yet you confronted her. This marriage is doomed. Sorry, my dude. Bob's Big Bob says you're the asshole. I guess it's easy to be insecure when you're an overweight old guy married to a young hottie. Good luck, pal. Wiggle Butt Biscuit says, great name, you're the asshole. So she made a friend at work told you about him honestly and then you decided to stalk her. Well, you saw her go to a work happy hour and then drop him off at his house perfectly innocently. 
you are a lunatic and I hope she leaves you ASAP. And that's not even beginning to get into all the sexist bullshit thrown in throughout your post. Short and Sweet 33 says, you're the asshole for not having an honest conversation with her like an adult instead of creepily following her. Turns out she had done nothing wrong and you're just jealous and insecure. And one more comment from Postex Humanity who says in quotes, Brandon is more like how I used to be weight wise. However, I believe I make more money than he does. And then says insecure much dude. You're 100% the asshole here. You don't trust your wife, but rather than bringing up your concerns with her and having a conversation like adults, you are 15 years older than her. A little maturity shouldn't be too much to ask. You spent hours following her. The fact that you thought this was your best option strongly, strongly suggests that this is a doomed relationship. You're the asshole. And there was a couple of everyone sucks here. So just for something different, Rack Minster says everyone sucks here. I'm going against the flow. She's clearly overstepping some kind of boundaries with this coworker and spends a lot of time with him. Something about the way she references this guy sent up flares that the OP picked up on. They are bonding and that can easily lead to murky waters where accidents can and do happen. The kind of accidents we all laugh about. A, oh sure, she slipped on a banana peel, fell out of her clothes, landed on his erect penis and then struggled to get off it for 30 minutes kind of accident. The OP is right to feel threatened by this even more since his relationship is already listing from him being much older and having packed on some weight. Very few people cheat out of the blue. Usually it's a process of gradual steps that seem innocent when looked at individually and in context. As a larger picture though, it's clearly a progression. That doesn't mean everyone cheats, but it does make it more likely. Being alone with someone you've formed a bond with makes it even easier to slip. The OP clearly overstepped his boundaries and went straight to Creeptown. Now his mind has latched onto the idea of her cheating and won't let go. I've been there and it's a horrible place to be. That dark voice screaming in your head. Jealousy, founded or not, it can drive a person insane once it takes root and it has. That and the whole my car, my budget is bigger thing is repugnant. Unless your relationship was built on her using you for money, these things are irrelevant. I think the only way to survive this is marriage counseling. He needs to relearn trust and, and she's going to need to learn why he was afraid. They are both going to need to do some work together. So now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next, which says, if you don't want to read it, here's the summary. I believe my wife to be having an affair with a coworker who had repeatedly appeared in her pictures and conversations. So one happy hour, I followed her, even though I had seen nothing definitive. I confronted her about the issue and she threatened to end things with me. Believe it or not, I listened to your advice. I received extensive advice from both sides. Publicly, everyone agreed I was at fault. In my direct messages, many fervently believed me to be in the right. Regardless, I sat down and talked to my wife about my insecurities concerning her coworker, Brandon. I told her I did not feel as attractive as Brandon and worried that as I was getting older, her interest in me was waning. I also asked her if she felt financially stable in the relationship. I apologized for following her and told her I would never do it again. She told me several things. First, that she was offended I did not trust her. Second, that she did suspect Brandon had feelings for her based on some of his interactions and comments. Third, that she sometimes felt isolated by my work and never felt motivated one way or the other by my income. The thing about programming is it is hard to explain my work to someone who does not program. She also told me my physical appearance and aging had no impact on her feelings towards me. 
She reaffirmed that she loved me and would never throw away our marriage for a divorced coworker. So what of our future? I asked her if she still wanted to be with me or, or if she could not see a future with me after I had followed her. She joked that she would forgive me after drinking a few cocktails at a tropical resort. She told me that in addition to the stalking, the cocktails would also help her forget about all my past rants about various programming languages, Java specifically. I haven't told her yet, but I plan to surprise her with an all-inclusive package to the Maldives or some other island young women enjoy that I never heard of until researching. Thank you to the kind user who helped me figure out how to create this update post. And our next story comes from Nez Pro, and it's a short story followed with an update as well, so we'll get straight into it afterwards. Titled, Am I the Asshole for Being Upset with My Wife for Going Out Clubbing with Her Girlfriends, But She Leaves Her Ring at Home So She Can Get Free Drinks. Wife has been going out clubbing with friends every Friday night for a while now. Just recently saw that she left her ring at home tonight. I texted her telling her she left it at home tonight, and she responded telling me it's so she can get free drinks from guys. Wouldn't this mean she's flirting with other guys so she can get free drinks from them? Not sure how to feel about this or how to reply. Well, telling her I feel uncomfortable, open a can of worms. And an overview of the comments on this one before we go straight to the update was basically, you know, this is totally messed up and they wouldn't be comfortable with it either. Other saying, you know, it's clearly being flirtatious to other people to try and get drinks off them. And you know, it's making Opie uncomfortable. So he should absolutely bring this up and say it to her and just say, you know, like wife, this is making me uncomfortable that you're leaving your ring at home and it's just not on basically. Then Opie updated with, hey guys, this is an update to my previous post. Has I got a lot of feedback about how to handle the situation? Thanks a lot for all of that. It was an unexpected and overwhelming response and I went through as many as I could. I know it's been a few months, but I needed time to think and talk with my wife about the whole thing. It's been brought to my attention that I may have not been the best husband. We both have many flaws and have been far from perfect in this relationship. And it turns out we both have terrible communication skills. Long story short, she came home that night and we talked, well, argued about it. The argument led to me walking out to go stay at my brother's house for two nights. My brother, who is also married, suggested marriage counseling to see if we can get any suspicions or issues out in the open easier. So I called her, recommended it, and we had a session booked for the following week. Yes, she admitted during counseling that she did occasionally make out with other guys when going out drinking with friends. On her behalf, her issue was that she felt I was not prioritizing her enough, that I wasn't giving her enough time. Also, I never bothered to ask what she wanted from me. She had been considering a divorce for about a year now, so this might be what our relationship would ultimately come to. I'm purposely leaving out a lot of personal information as I don't really like sharing everything. But all I have to say is that this past year for us hasn't exactly been the best for us. This might be the most time we have spent talking every day for a while discussing divorce plans, where we plan to go, who's keeping what, etc. We don't hate each other. We both realize we are drifting apart sooner than we realized, but we aren't really motivated enough to keep ourselves together. This might be for the best. If I hadn't posted anything about the ring situation and approached it head on, I probably would have been in even more of a mess. Thanks guys. And from the counseling session when, you know, she admitted that, you know, she's making out with other guys. I couldn't really see this going any other way. 
And there was some comments on the update that were saying, you know, trickle truth and look it up. And, you know, I did get that suspicion as I was reading it myself. Obviously, we don't know, but usually it starts with making out. And then is there anything else that happened from there? We don't know, obviously, but to me, I feel like she could have brought it up with you that you wasn't prioritizing enough through communication rather than going out and making out with guys. But that's just me. What do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from anxious journalist too, who says, am I the arsehole for not wanting my fiance to dance to a love song dedicated to a late fiance at our wedding? Before we met, my fiancée Kayla was engaged to a man she had dated for three years, who died in a traffic accident. I had never dated a woman who had that kind of loss before, so I've been learning as I go, but I've tried to respect that he will always be part of her story, and I accepted her relationship with her late fiancé's parents with open arms. They stayed very close, and by the time we started dating, they were basically like a second set of parents to her. Kayla's real parents and her late fiance's parents are all amazing people, so I consider myself pretty lucky to have two sets of great in-laws. Our wedding is coming up in May and Kayla told me that after a father-daughter dance, she would like to have a second dance with her late fiance's father to the song Vanilla Twilight. She asked me if I was comfortable with that and I didn't want to be that guy and say no, so I said yes. But really, it makes me uncomfortable that she would be dancing to a love song dedicated to another man at our wedding. I am happy to make a space in our lives for his memory. A photo of him is on our mantle at home. We make it a point to commemorate his birthday, the anniversary of his death, and I feel like I am understanding and supportive when she has bad days. And I am 100% fine with having his parents at the wedding because, like I said, we are all a family. But I also feel like our wedding is one day that it's all about our relationship. Am I the jerk if I ask her to reconsider this dance? What are the best compromises here? I'm going to start off with Sparky Cheesepuff who says, I'm going to differ from the popular opinion here and say not the asshole. But do any of you actually know this song? It's weirdly upbeat, but the lyrics are very, very intelligible and are definitely weird in the context of dancing with the dead ex's dad after her getting married to another dude. It's one thing to miss your ex, but I wouldn't want this sentiment being publicly proclaimed by my wife at my wedding if I were in the OP's shoes. And Ben shares the lyrics to the song, which I will show, but I'm not going to sing to you. <laughs> 
Camo duct tape says not the arsehole. She can hold him in her heart every other day of the year. Your wedding is your one day that should be all about you two. Plonky Donkey says not the arsehole. Go read the lyrics, guys. They are so insanely inappropriate for a wedding that I'd actually be embarrassed and hurt for OP if I was at that reception. I think the idea of dancing with her second dad is lovely, but by God, OP, you're well within your right to ask for a less creepy song. Perhaps an instrumental part of it, she won't budge, but those lyrics have no place in your wedding day. Good grief. Edit. I also don't think that a wedding is the right place to be mourning a past love. I say this as someone who lost her forever person in his late 20s and met my, hopefully second, life partner on my ex's birth date. When he should have been turning 30. I sobbed through our first date, lol, because I only remembered partway through. So anniversaries are sometimes marked with a little X would have been X all today. And my boyfriend would give me my space to remember. But it's us now. And that's who I need and want to be putting my energy towards, loving and making feel loved. I don't know how long it is since your partner's ex died, but if the grief is still strong, perhaps a session or two of counseling may help her. Weddings are stressful enough without having to deal with the wistfulness of a past love. And Esther and Time says, no one's an asshole here. You sound like a good husband and I think it's very mature of you to respect Kayla's need to have space in her heart and her life for her late fiance. I think it's all too common for people to think of a partner who has passed as an ex who should be treated as such. But losing someone is different. I understand you wanting your wedding day to be solely a celebration of your relationship, especially since you've done very well about making space for this man in your life. I also see her perspective, and I think the idea of having a father-daughter kind of dance with a second father is very sweet. Maybe they can dance to an instrumental arrangement of the song or a different song, and it will be more about the father-daughter relationship they have than the romantic relationship she had with her late fiancé. So now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. So two months ago, I married the love of my life. I was thinking about this thread the other day, how it went and where my head was at when I made it. And I thought you guys might like an update. A little anticlimactically, the thing I was stressing about was a bit of miscommunication, which probably happens a lot here. Kayla wanted to dance with her late fiance's, I'll go ahead and just call him Luke from now on, father at our wedding. And Vanilla Twilight was an example of a song along the lines of what she wanted. Not the set in stone top choice like I had thought. I and a lot of commenters in the original thread spent a lot of time over analyzing the lyrics to that song looking for hidden meaning in every word. While it turns out she hadn't put much thought into the suggestion, then this is a kind of sad song that I like. We got together that night and she had made several playlists of possible first dance songs for us. Songs for when she walks down the aisle, music to play at the reception and song choices for her dance with Luke's father. We spent hours listening to them all and talking about the wedding. We even made a tournament style bracket for our first dance song in her journal and put songs head to head against each other until the victor emerged. And at the end, we talked about the wedding and our relationship, Luke and their relationship and grief what it was like when she lost him and what it was like for me when I lost my mum at a young age. What a family is and all the things we are hopeful for in the future. We stayed up until three in the morning just talking and planning and laughing and crying a little and I'm so glad for it. After getting bombarded by dozens of different opinions from dozens of different people earlier that day, I'd been worried that I was going to have a conflict with my fiance shortly before our wedding but there was no conflict, just a pure memory. 
After that night, I started putting in more effort to be involved in the wedding planning process and actually asking for the things I wanted, which Kayla actually really appreciated. We also took a long weekend a couple of weeks before the wedding to go on a camping trip together for just the two of us, which I highly recommend to anyone who is getting married. Overall, there was a complete flip in my feelings leading up to the wedding from being somewhat insecure and excited but nervous to being completely at ease, excited and feeling stronger about my relationship than ever. The wedding day itself was really wonderful and worth the wait. Kayla and Luke's father had their dance to Lean On Me and I had a dance with Kayla's mum and it was very emotional in a good way. I really felt that the day was a celebration of our love and I was genuinely happy that Luke's parents were there to celebrate along with us because they are very much members of our family and I wish I had the space to describe all the ways they've been there for us through the years. My amazing wife is who she is because of all the experiences that she's had in her life and I don't want to be the kind of man who asks her to pretend that she never loved before me or pretend that her grief is something that is or should be done with forever now that she has me. I just want to say how glad I am that that we shared that night together and that the wedding was nothing but love and celebration. I never thought I could be so happy. And someone said to OP, they said, wait, You dealt with it like an adult instead of overreacting and following the advice of randos on the internet. To which OP replied saying, It seems obvious now, lol. It's funny because when Kayla would ask people online or talk to regular people about her loss, she'd get responses like, Oh, seven years ago. That's ancient history. And basically acted like she was broken if she was ever sad about Luke again. And when she would talk to people in the grief community, she never got that response. It was always, Wow. So you're just coming out of where it's very fresh, huh? She recommended a podcast to me called Griefcast that I found enormously helpful. Not just with understanding her feelings, but processing some of my own feelings about my late mum, who I had a difficult relationship with. It really helps talk to people and listen to stories of people who have gone through loss themselves, especially people who have experienced things outside of the norm of loss. Grandparents, elderly parents, etc. And lots of people have recommended that Griefcast to me before. But what do you guys make of this story? How do you think OP dealt with it? I think they probably dealt with it in the best way possible, really. (laughs) Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.